0: Spiritual Awareness with Pastor Davenport. We're nun prophet 501 501c3 recording today from my office on a borrowed computer, but we're gonna to try to get through this. Today we're gonna to be talking about who is Jesus, part two. You know, the question seems a little offensive to some because they think they know who Jesus Christ is. I believe that there's so much that we don't know about Jesus and what we have known, we've forgotten and replaced with other things. Or for a better way of saying it, we have taken what we know for granted, especially right now during Thanksgiving. You know, we pray for revival, yet we study very little about the revival giver. We pray for healing, yet we study very little about the healer. We pray for blessings, yet we study very little about the provider of those blessings. And if we want God, wants to give us, then we have to know who Jesus really is. Turn your Bibles to 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 5. 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 5. It says, For there is one God, and one mediator between God and men, and that man is Christ Jesus. It says, For no man comes to the Father save through the Son. Jesus Christ took on the sins of the world, which made a way of escape from sin because God became that man we now have we we now can have the experience of salvation of sin we're saved from sin and unto God through the sacrificial act of of his son Jesus Christ whom we know as our lord and our savior father in the name of Jesus we come before you in prayer and i pray lord god that we could come in repentance, each and every one of us that's listening today, let us go before God in repentance right now. Father, if we have if we've offended Thee in any way, we repent of our sin right now. And if we've offended someone else, we repent of that. And if someone else has offended us, Lord God, we forgive them as You too would offend uh, would would forgive us. Lord, we pray today. Let us cleanse our heart, our soul, our mind, our spirit. As you would forgive us our trespasses, then we must also forgive those who have trespassed against us. That's what the scripture says. That's what the Lord prayer says. We come before you, Lord God, with an open heart, an open mind, an open spirit, and our soul is free worship and praise you, because we've laid all that at the altar. And now our souls are free, free to worship and praise your mighty name. Jesus said, if you will not forgive others, then my Father will not forgive you. So we come first and foremost in a state of repentance, and then in a state of thankfulness. It's not always about what we want. It's about what we can We can come to you in Thanksgiving, especially right now. When you sit down at that Thanksgiving dinner, don't just bow your head so fast you get whiplash. Take a moment to go around the table and ask each person, why are you thankful to God? Let each person say what they're thankful for. It's been a long, hard year. Let them each say, I'm thankful for this or I'm thankful for that. And let's give God the glory that he deserves for the blessings he's bestowed upon each and every one of us. Father, thank you for the blessings of this year. It's been rough, but we've come through it. Lord, if someone out there has lost a loved one, we ask that you would help them with their grieving for we know that there is the other side. So many feel there's nothing, but we know that there's everything on the other side because the other side is with you. If we know Jesus, the glory, the glory of being with you in heaven is always there. Be with us, Lord, for this time of study. We ask it in Jesus' name, amen and amen. week we discussed the life of Jesus and we learned that he was a carpenter by trade he was teaching in the synagogue at 12 years old but his actual ministry did not begin until he was baptized by John the Baptist not everyone accepted him as the Messiah and by this came his crucifixion Jesus's life was unique in many ways and his approach was very tactful just as Jesus's life was unique So his teachings are known for their fresh and new approach. Jesus taught several distinctive spiritual truths that set him apart from any other religious leader leader who ever lived. He talked about the new way and the new life and the new commandments. Jesus was really getting the attention of the crowd and, and the religious folks. I wonder what would happen if we took up Jesus's habits teaching that would would be beneficial to salvation instead of religious jesus was changing it up and there were some that didn't like it this generation is looking for for more than just a religious gathering the teaching must be transforming the fellowship must be full of compassion and the ministry must meet the needs of the people when we look back on jesus life his teachings he met people's needs by meeting them with compassion and teaching transforming lessons. The message Jesus began to proclaim in Galilee after John the Baptist's imprisonment was the good news of the kingdom of God. And when he appeared to his disciples after the resurrection, he continued speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. In Acts chapter one, verse three, to whom also he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs, being seen of them 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. What did Jesus mean by the kingdom of God? When Jesus announced that the kingdom of God was drawing near, many of his his hearers must have recognized an echo of those visions recorded in the book of Daniel. These prophecies declared that one day the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed. In Daniel 2, 44, and in the days of the king shall God of heaven set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed, and the kingdom shall not be left to other people, but it shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever and ever. Jesus' announcement indicated the time had come when the authority of this kingdom would be exercised. The nature of this kingdom is determined by the character of God, whose kingdom it is. The revelation of God lay at the heart of Jesus' teaching. And Jesus called him Father and taught his disciples to do the same. But the term that he used when he called God Father was Abba, A-B-B-A, Abba. The term of uh, affection that children use when they address their father at home or spoke about him to others. It was not unusual for God to be addressed in prayer as my Father or our Father, but it was most unusual for him to be called Abba by using this term jesus expressed his sense of nearness to god and his total trust in him he taught his followers to look to god with the trust that children show when they expect their earthly fathers to provide them with food clothes and shelter this attitude is especially expressed in the lord's prayer which may be regarded as a brief summary of jesus's teaching in this prayer the disciples were taught to pray for the fulfillment of God's eternal purpose, which was the coming of His kingdom, and to ask Him for their daily bread, forgiveness of sin, and the deliverance from all temptation. In Jesus' healing of the sick and the proclamation of good news to the poor, the kingdom of God was visibly present, although it was not yet fully realized. Otherwise, it would not have been necessary for Him to tell His disciples to pray, Your kingdom come. In Matthew 6 and 10, Jesus said that it was coming with power in Mark chapter 9, verse 1. And he said unto them, Verily I say unto you, that there be some of them that stand here which shall not taste of death till they have seen the kingdom of God come with power. In the kingdom of God, the way to honor is the way of service. In this respect, Jesus set a worthy example choosing to give service instead of receiving it. The death and resurrection of Jesus unleashed the kingdom of God in full power. The Holy Ghost is part of the kingdom's things. Jesus told Nicodemus that the power to see the kingdom would come through the Holy Ghost. In John chapter 3, verse 3 and 5. In in verse 3, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Verse 4. Nicodemus saith unto him, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter second time into the mother's womb and be born? And Jesus answered in verse five, verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. So Jesus, his teaching involved around the he evolved around the kingdom of things. Today, if we want to experience the kingdom of God as Jesus taught, then we must follow the example he laid down to Nicodemus during their late night discussion. The kingdom of God is the spiritual level of the teaching of Jesus was kingdom driven. Jesus told his disciples that he would need to go away so that he could send back the comforter, the Holy Spirit. In John chapter 16, verse 7. Nevertheless, he said, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the comfort will not come unto you, but if I depart, I will send him unto you. John 14:26. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things, and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. So it was 50 days after Passover, and found in an upper room were 120 believers who were waiting on this Comforter. And waited until they received what Jesus had promised to them. In Acts chapter two verse one through four, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. They were all in agreement, in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting, and they there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each and every one of them, and they were all say it with me all. Say it again, all filled with the Holy Ghost. And they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit, listen, as the Spirit gave them utterance. They received exactly what Jesus said he would send back in his name. This was the entrance to the kingdom of God told by Nicodemus by Jesus. Water and of the Spirit is a reference to the Holy Ghost or the comfort that Jesus spoke about. There is is so much out there for us for you and for me for all those who would love Jesus the holy ghost is the key to the kingdom of god i pray that you're listening to me somebody raise your hands to heaven and shout amen the way to of the kingdom of god the ethical teaching of jesus was a part of his proclamation of the kingdom of god only by his death and resurrection could the divine rule be established but even but even while the kingdom of God was the process of inauguration during his ministry, its principles could be translated into the action in the, in the lives of his followers. The most familiar presentation of his principles is found in the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew 5 through 7, which was addressed to the, his disciples. These principles showed how those who were already children of the kingdom ought to live in Matthew 5 and 1 through 10. Five, one, And seeing the multitudes, he went up into the mountain. And when he was set, his disciples came unto him. And he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor of spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. The kingdom of God is not glory and honor, but it is the life of a servant. Service to God is not always easy, but it is fulfilling. We are not here on this earth to receive great wealth, even though the will of God is that we live prosperous. We are here to live for the kingdom. You will not always be the most popular of this world. You will not find comfort in this world. You will not always have peace in this world. You may act different, but you are blessed and you will see the kingdom of God. Jesus was telling his followers that the way of the kingdom of God is not always an easy way. It might be hard, but you are blessed. We are blessed people because of Jesus Christ. in his teachings the teachings of jesus the highest of all incentives is the example of god this was no new principle the central section of leviticus is called the law of holiness because of its recurring theme i am the lord your god be holy for i am holy leviticus 11:44 this bears a closer resemblance to jesus's words in luke 6:36 be merciful Just as your heavenly father also is merciful the children of God should reproduce their father's character He does not discriminate between the good and the evil in bestowing rain and sunshine Likewise his followers should not discriminate in showing kindness to all he delights in forgiving forgiving sinners His children should also be marked by forgiving by a forgiving spirit the example of the Heavenly Father and the example shown by Jesus on the earth are one and the same. Since Jesus came to reveal the Father, Jesus' life was a practical demonstration of his ethical teachings. To his disciples he declared, I have given you an example that you should do as I have done to you, John thirteen, fifteen. These are all very short. They're short because it's time that we come to God in thanksgiving, forgiving others as we would have them forgive us. In conclusion, I say to you, please remember, Jesus Christ is our provider. Jesus Christ is our healer. Jesus brought us our heavenly father. Jesus Christ brought us our comforter. Jesus Christ is our savior and our Lord. I am so glad that Jesus is a part of my life, but I want you to know more about him so that I can experience him in fullness, so that I can share him with others. I pray that same thing for you. I pray that each and every one of you would have a glorious, glorious Thanksgiving. I pray for each and every one of you out there listening to me on this broadcast. I know things have not been exactly a wonderful year with this this, COVID-19, this plague that's been upon us. And now with the the economy the way it is, and gas prices, and the inflation. But listen to me, please. We are not a part of this world. And when things look bad, look up. Pack up. We're going to go up to be with God. In a kingdom that is richer than any kingdom upon this earth. For we are going to be a part of the kingdom of God. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face to shine upon you. God loves you. We love you. Until he brings us back again. Enjoy your day and make sure you thank God for all the blessings he bestows upon you.